This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Fighting in the main event of Cage Fury 112, August 26th. In good old Philadelphia, 2-0 MMA. Nine times Muay Thai world champion. Soon to be Cage Fury interim featherweight champion, Frank Wells. Frank, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great, dude. Really. I know I just said it, but thank you again for coming on. Appreciate the time. Sure. So, um, Frank, you're what, two weeks out from the fight? I think today's actually two weeks out from the fight. Yep. You excited? Yeah, man. I'm pumped. It's a, it's a good fight coming up. You seem like you're like glowing. You got some good energy. So uh, it's reading that way, too. I feel good, man. I'm still eating good. You know, energy's high. Training camp's going well, you know, so. So it's you, a beautiful day out today, so we're having a good time. Oh, yeah, dude, you got the you got the shirt on. You're looking good, man. So you said you're Every eating time. good. You're a nutritionist. Weight cut yeah. going to be a breeze? Easy work. Every time. Yeah, I, I got like I'm balancing my food right now. It's on my meal. As soon as we're done, we got it all locked up. Looks like a good, healthy green meal, too, with lots of protein. So I love it. Um, so let me just ask you this question, because I, I truthfully don't know the answer. Is this going to be considered your first pro MMA bout, or is this still considered amateur? What does Cage Fury do there? No, so, um, yeah, Cage Fury, they do pro and amateur. Um, but, yeah, these are all professional. So, uh, I, I, don't, I only competed for them once as an amateur. Um, I just kind of bounced around. Honestly, the last couple of years that I did MMA, um, or the last couple of years I was an amateur, I only did MMA, like, once, like, every other year, every two years, and my main focus was Muay Thai. Um, since I committed to doing professional MMA, that's all I've been doing is, is, uh, MMA and, and again, at the pro level here. So is this, is this your pro debut or have you had a pro fight before this? Cause online, all I could see is your two and oh, that's, that's what sure dogs got for you. So, oh yeah. So tried, I would go to topology in the future. They got the, uh, that, the that's what I meant. That's what topology had. Okay. So, um, no, so I'm three and one as a professional, um, MMA. I had uh, three of my fights at 145 and one fight that was at 155. Cool. Awesome. So you're about to go four and one then, professional yeah, fighter. Sir. Yes, sir. So um, are you uh, are you training at uh, Henzo Gracie still in NYC? Is that where you spent your camp? Yes. Yeah, I've been there. Um, October will be two years. So I've, I've been there full time for about two years. Um, I, do all my, I do a lot of my striking at uh, the Institute Muay Thai as well. It's right in Jersey, like 10 minutes from where I'm living. Um, 
but I do the majority of my training is at the uh, main Hensel Gracie gym. Can you just talk about some of the guys you train with there? How did, uh, how did training camp go? Um, it's going great. Um, it was cool. The last, last week we had uh, PFL was at MSG. So we had a lot of good guys come in. Um, we, we actually got like a little bit of work with like Faraz Sahabi. We got um, Sydney Outlaw came in. He was like, he's a high ranking Bellator guy. Um, Coach Jason Strout comes in. Um, so it's cool to pick their brains, you know, just last week. But um, yeah, all my teammates are the same. Uh, guys are like high level pros. Like, like they're still in the regional scene like myself. Um, but they're high, there's high level amateurs as well. Um, we got about like 14, 15 guys on our MMA team um, that compete pretty regularly. So, you know, everybody's been fighting. I fought in May. I had more guys, more teammates fight at the end of May. Some just fought about four or five weeks ago. They're already back in the gym every day. Um, so we've just been elevating each other, just, just pushing each other hard. I mean, even just from the few names you mentioned there, straight killers in that gym, dude. That's a, that's a good team to be a part of. Yeah, yeah, place is awesome. So um, you said that you're living close to Jersey. I don't need to know your street or anything like that, but I assume, are you in Jersey or are you in New York? Uh, I'm in Jersey. I'm right in central Jersey. So are you, uh, are you a big Philly guy? You like Philly? That's where the fight is. Um, Philly's all right. I don't mind hanging out there once in a while. Um, I just don't really go like, it's just kind of out of the way. I'm already in the city to train, you know, I live in Jersey, so it's just not a lot of things happen that direction. Um, again, occasionally I'll go train down there as well and I'll just kind of spend the day. But um, yeah, I don't mind Philly. So I'm, I'm only asking because I'm like, I lived in Philly for six years. I'm like a half hour away right now. Um, okay. You ever had a Philly cheesesteak? Uh, I have. After uh, one of the fights I had for CFFC at the same place, 2300, um, I believe I went to Gino's after the fight. And I asked, you know, I asked for a cheesesteak. They said, what kind of cheese? And they gave me three different options. So I just took one of each. I just housed <laughs> on the way home. So they, they were pretty good. Anywhere in Philly's got a good cheesesteak, but if you get the chance, you got to go up north a little bit to Del Sandro's. Got to get the cheese wit. Best in the best right. in the city. Del Sandro's. Del Sandro's. It's uh, it's like D A L. I'll send it to you afterwards. Del Sandro's, okay. essentially. Um, oh. It's great though. So, um, you, you said you fought at twenty three hundred before. How do you, how do you Correct. like that arena, man? Because I was there, uh, I think in January or December for their grappling event. So cool there. Okay. Yeah, it's got a really like uh, like a Fight Club vibe. You know, Very intimate. Yeah. Like I, I fought for CFSC in like Atlantic City before, and that feels like almost like a minor UFC. And it's like a big production, big whatever. This feels like we're meeting kind of in an alley and we're just like ready to throw down. I feel like um, I feel like it's a, a proper venue for the type of fight that we're about to get into. Yeah, it's it's real cool. Fans are up real close. Only like limited number of seats. I, I had a great time there. I was feeling like blood and sweat on me as a fan. Awesome. I believe it. Um, so let, let's talk about your fight a little bit here. Yeah. You watched any uh, you watched any tape on your opponent Jose Perez? What are your thoughts there? Yeah. Um. So I've watched all his fights because they're I think all but one is on UFC Fight Pass. So I've gone and watched that. Um. I was actually in the corner against him in his last fight. Um, when he fought Paul Capaldo. So I got like a real up close and personal uh, view of him. Um, he's good, man. He's solid. He's tough. Um, I think he has a little bit better striking than people um, realize because they've paid so much attention to his grappling. Um, but uh, yeah, again, like I said, he's tough. He, his defense is not fantastic. Uh, striking wise, I think uh, how this fight's going to go down, he's going to have a little bit of trouble taking me down. I think 
Um, if he does, I think he'll be surprised with how much effort he has to put in to really get any success. I mean, yeah, I've just watching your career highlights and whatnot. I, I don't need to tell you this, you know, fantastic Muay Thai. Um, you, just, it, you just mentioned, you know, he, he might struggle against some striking defense. That's, that's not the, that's not the thing I want to struggle against against you. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I've, I've shown myself, at least in MMA, like Muay Thai didn't have a ton of finishes, but you know, in these uh, couple pro fights I've had with CFFC, it's like I've knocked guys out in the third round. I've knocked them down in the third round. I've knocked them down in the first round. Um, you know, the last guy that I fought was the only guy I haven't sat down at some point. So I expect to get back on that trend. Good stuff, man. I think I feel like that's a common uh, common theme with Muay Thai fighters in MMA. They really they weather the storm for a round or two, and then the third, fourth, fifth knockout. I mean, we just saw it with uh, Rafael Fiziev against uh, Tosanios too. You know, yeah. yeah, that was a pretty crazy fight too. Um, yeah, I think it's just once um, once I get my timing, once I get my rhythm going, and I, I feel their timing. It's just like it's a cumulative damage, and it's just like things just start falling into place. Those big shots land the, um, the, again, like the uh, accumulation of shots start piling on and uh, yeah, people start, people start hurting. Yes, sir. So um, I mentioned this too, nine championships behind your name. Yes, sir. Fighting for your 10th on the 26th. What would it mean for your 10th championship to be also your first championship in MMA? Um, I think it'd be really cool, man. Um, Again, like, just getting to that 10, I think that's like a cool little like milestone symbolic thing. Um, and then to do it for a promotion like CFFC is pretty awesome. Um, you know, the amount of guys that they've sent to the UFC, um, that they sent the Bellator is like unquestioned. So the, the belt itself is cool. Um, I think what it represents and like where it can lead is, is even cooler than that. You know, CFFC has been around for a long time. I, I, been training or I, I've trained a couple times with um one of their former champs Pat Sabatini um okay. but you look the featherweight champ he only defended it once or twice he got that to the UFC uh the dude Blake Builder won their title at 45 defended it once he's fighting a contender series the week after me and Jose fight it's like it just kind of I think pushes you in that direction quite strongly um so again like I'm pumped to actually win this belt and to have a cage fury belt and to have an MMA like world title underneath my belt um and again even more excited for like what that means down the road so let's talk down the road for a second you go four and one you get the belt what do you where do you see your career going next what where do you where do you want to be um i mean i don't really mind either or um like bellator ufc would both be great um personally i think off the bat bellator pays a little bit better so that'd be cool um but i mean anywhere that that lets me prove myself against the best guys is uh where i'm trying to go you know, Bellator, pretty good 45 division as well. So I don't hate that either. Oh, Bellator is great. UFC is great too. Um, or is it safe to say you plan on getting the win and the title and then immediately going to one of these bigger promotions? Or do you maybe want to defend the title a few times or try out some other regional regional promotions? Yeah, so um, like I said, I'm under contract with them and I like fighting for them anyways because they have shows all the time. I think all told they're doing like 15 shows this year. Um, so that's like kind of sweet. This is like any time that I'm ready to fight, they have something available or available soon. Um, yeah, if I got a call to a bigger show, obviously the sooner the better, 
you know, to, to start making more money, get in front of more people. That's always great. Um, but I wouldn't hate, you know, if I, if I don't get that call, I'm totally cool with, you know, staying at CFFC and, and defending their belt and, and building my, uh, building my name up there. Yeah, man. I mean, either way, you're still young. You got plenty of time and plenty of talent to go with it. So I wouldn't be stressed either way. Um, let's talk about that though. Now let's fast forward. I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, you're retired. <laughs> you're happy. You've done it all. What was your perfect career dream goal? Like how, how did it, how did it play out if everything went your way? Um, I mean, if everything goes my way, it's, I got to the top of wherever I was, whichever promotion I was and, and won the belt and didn't get too banged up and, and kept knocking dudes out and submitting them. Um, yeah. I, and I want, mostly I want to just find out how good I could be and just kind of see what my potential was. And it's like, I don't want to be at that 20 years later, looking back, like, Oh, I could have done this or I, I would have done that. If like, just know that I dried, I wrung that rag and I like, I left everything out that I had and then, you know, made the most of it. So everything goes I got 13 belts on my wall from the UFC and one and PFL and Bellator. And that's cool. But, uh, yeah, as long as I, I make the most of the opportunity, that that's what I, uh, that'll help me sleep. Hey man, love it. Love it. So, um, do you, just a fun question real quick. Uh, do you mm -hmm. have a, a dream career matchup, either any fighter now, any fighter that's retired, any fighter ever? Um, I actually haven't really given that a lot of thought. Um, I don't know. I might have to go towards the top now that he went, well, he went down, but like a good, um, like a prime Jose Aldo fight would be, would be good fun. You know, a guy like myself, that's like big leg kicker, uh, tough to take down, just good, crisp striking. I think that would just, uh, that would make for some fun. You're crazy because <laughs> you gotta be a brave man for that, but yeah, I'm all about it. Necessarily great for my health, but it would be great, great to look back on. Yeah, man, that's nuts. Uh, Jose Aldo is debatably the featherweight goat. So I love that matchup right there. Um, so Frank, we're getting we're getting to the end here. Want want to take it away from your fight coming up? Want to take it away from all that and just talk about more so you as a person? Um, obviously, fighting in itself is a very challenging, demanding career that has like you need to be dedicated both physically and mentally. Um, it's also a career that has very high ups and very low downs. During the downs, whether it's in training camp, weight cutting, a loss, even just a late night thought where you're doubting yourself, what helps keep you motivated and stay inspired? Um, I think it's just like almost what I said before, just wanting to find out what my potential is and see where I can go. Um, like you got to accept that you're going to have shit days, whether that's in practice or that's in the cage or that's like, you know, out just in real life outside of all that. Um, I think it's just gotta be something that you really enjoy doing for the sake of doing it, not doing it like for this accolade or for this like financial thing. It's like, you just got to enjoy doing it and then you can manage those downs, you know, cause yeah, the ups are great, but nobody needs help getting through the ups. Those are just fucking awesome. You know? Um, right. Yeah. So I think just, just understanding that one, the downs are going to happen and two, just, loving the process of it so like just again just knowing that that's part of it and and yeah i don't know i i know that like i almost always outside of the couple months in corona 
since I started fighting, I've always had like a, like a day or a month in my mind. Like this is when I want to fight this when I want to fight this when I want to fight. So I just keep myself focused on those, those little like checkpoints, those little milestones. And that always kind of like gets me over to that, to that point. That's great, man. It's a great perspective to have. Um, so, so now aside from Frank, the fighter, Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about yourself as a person. What, what do you like to do outside of the cage? Do you have any hobbies, interests? Um, yeah, I mean, I live in a beach town, so I, I love just going, hanging out at the beach. We have, like, a nice, like, bar restaurant, like, sitting on the water. Um, so just going on, like, just summer stuff, do, you know, doing things like that. Um, if I can't do that, I'm playing games or I'm watching sports. Um, that's it. You know, I hang with the fam. I hang with some friends. Um, but I don't do a lot of, like, exciting shit outside of the training it's like i just like to enjoy my time and relax and, and hang out with with good people um outside of that yeah not a lot not a not exciting but enjoy that's, that's a common answer i get from fighters like they're like i mean honestly I, I like to hang out at the gym and with my fighter buddies and that's kind of my hobby so it seems like yeah. you have a little bit of that too yeah it's like i do it like i do enough like breaking myself down and and you know exertion on purpose that's like if i'm not doing that for that reason i pretty much just want to chill right um so you said you're into sports what other what other sports are you into like you in nfl um a little bit of football my dad's a big football guy so i'll watch some games with him or if i'll throw a couple bucks on a game so it's interesting but um more like baseball and hockey um i grew up loving baseball um yankees or phillies well i'm a mets fan that's still bad Big time Mets fan. Oh, duh, the freaking hat. <laughs> yeah, well, couldn't see it the whole time. But uh, yeah, big time Mets fan. Um, and then uh, again, I got it. I kind of got into hockey because like one of my friends. So I watched the Devils, but I don't really follow it. It's just kind of like I'll hang out at his house. That's what he's watching. So I'll root for the Devils when they're on. So my, my last question for you here you just mentioned uh, you bet on some sports sometimes. You got any sure. bets coming into this weekend on UFC or even next week, UFC 278? Um, I'd have to look at the 278. I'm not going to lie. I, I looked at the, um, the card for tomorrow. I don't know like 90% of the people on it. Yeah. <laughs> no deal, Dom. And I'm just scrolling. Like, I don't know this chick. I don't know this dude. I don't know like who most of these people are. Yeah. Um, who's on 278? 278 is Usman and uh, Leon Edwards. Oh, wow. That's here soon. That's here already. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. I have that. to go look at the card. Um, I threw a couple down on, um, on the bell tour fights that are are they today yeah i think they're, they're yeah no no they're um they're tomorrow this week they're tomorrow okay, or maybe yeah. they're tonight either they're tonight and pfl's tomorrow or vice versa i don't remember gotcha yeah i put on uh i put on neiman gracie he's you know gracie he's my dude yeah. um and i i put him with um deanna bennett i know her as well from uh from uh, daniel gracie gym and there was one other fight that i put on there as well um it was pretty pretty high odds though was it austin vanderford yes it was Great i like call. him a lot against aaron jeffrey so yeah so uh i parlayed those three i don't know exactly what it, it the odds were out to but putting those three together is pretty good i'm not totally degenerate i was like 50 <laughs> bucks i think i go pretty small most of the time but uh it makes it for good fun yeah man just have fun with it it's a, it's a good time i do the same thing oh, yeah. um so real quick, before you get out of here, I just want to give you the opportunity. If there's anything specific you want to say to your fans, supporters, family, the mic is yours. Do your thing. I appreciate it, man. Um, I mean, everybody, like, 
like I said, my, my family, my, my closest friends, there's only like a couple of them, um, all my teammates, coaches, all that stuff, like all of them combined are what helps me prepare for training. Cause my, my teammates, and my coaches, that's all like, like the serious mental stuff and the, the technical and the technical and the cardio and all that stuff. Like, like they're the ones that, that actually prepare me for the physical thing. Um, and like friends, family, that's like, again, support, like having somebody that you want to do it for is nice. And then just to mentally relax outside of that, it's good to be around those kind of people. Um, and that helps you recharge. to like hit the training harder because you're coming in with a good mindset. Um, so, I mean, yeah, my, my parents, my girlfriend, my son, um, a couple of my best friends, again, my teammates and coaches, like all of them, um, all of them make the, the journey a lot easier and a lot better. That's great, man. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you have a very supportive circle. I think, uh, the energy you're receiving is gleaming off of you. You look ready. You seem ready. You sound ready. I feel good, man. Hell yeah. If you, if you don't know this guy, ladies and gentlemen, look up his highlights look up Frank Wells, and more importantly, tune in August 26th for Cage Fury 112 when he gets the interim featherweight belt. Yes, Frank, sir. thank you so much, my man. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. We'll do it again after you get that big dub, yeah? Sounds good, bro. Be strapped. Yes, sir. Strapped up.